If you have your phones or your Bibles or on the board, I'd like to read from the book of Mark, chapter 4, and verse 41. I'll give you a minute to get it. If you have it, say you have it, church. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Tonight I want to speak to you from my heart, God, church, that God put on my heart. A word that I feel like he gave me. What manner of man is this? I want to pray before we see it. Lord, I pray that you anoint me to speak and do only what you've given me. Nothing more, nothing less. I pray that you anoint their ears and their eyes, their hearts and their minds, Lord Jesus. Anoint the words that come out of my mouth tonight, Lord Jesus. In your name, Lord, I pray. Oh, yes, Jesus. In your name, Lord, you can be seated, church. As we read and study this portion of scripture, we find Jesus is teaching and preaching. His fame is starting to spread, and his ministry is getting ramped up to the point he has to preach from a ship while people gathered on the shore. That's, that's gaining some popularity pretty fast. Uh, you have to get on a ship to preach. Uh, and we read, as the evening came, he told his disciples to let us go over to the other side. And we find in verse 38, Jesus asleep in the hinder part of the ship. And there was a great storm. They hit, and we read that the sea and the wind beat great upon the ship to the point that the disciples awoke Jesus out of his sleep and asked him for help. They were scared, and they feared greatly. And we read in verse 39, Jesus simply responded with these three words, Peace, be still. Wow. Peace, be still. And the winds and the sea ceased, and there was a great calm. And he can do the same in our storms as well. Amen. You have to understand tonight, church, why the disciples had such little faith. Why they were so scared of this storm. They were new to this whole church thing. They had not been with Jesus for very long at this point in their ministry. They hadn't seen him take a lad's five fishes and two loaves to feed over 5,000 people with it. They had not seen the woman simply touch the hem of his garment and be healed of a 12-year illness. They had not seen him heal blind Bartimaeus' eyes. They had not seen him raise Lazarus from the dead. They didn't know one day soon he would die on a cross for them. So it's understandable that they would be astonished that he could calm the wind and sea just by simply speaking to it. If we were on that ship, church, we would have been no different. We would have asked the very same question that they did. What manner of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. Some of us in here tonight are no different than these disciples. We are new to church. Some of us have let over, life overwhelm us and forgotten who he is. Some of us in here are battling sickness, health problems. I come tonight to the best of my abilities to answer this question. To remind you of what manner of man he is. He is a man that in Isaiah... 43 and 2 says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. A man who says in Matthew 11 and 28 that, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, 
and I will give you rest. He says in Luke 1 and 37, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. A man who says in Ephesians that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. A man who says in Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. He is our everything, church. He is our all in all. He hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, of a sound mind. He gives us the abilities to overcome obstacles, church, over any storm that arises in our lives. He gave, us, um, he gave a man by the name of Noah the knowledge to build an ark to save his family and anyone else he could get on the boat. He gave a man by the name of Moses who could not speak clearly the ability and courage to lead a nation out of bondage. He gave a young man by the name of David the ability and courage to slay a giant. He gave a man by the name of Gideon who had no faith and an army of 300 men of great victory. Oh, he gave a man by the name of Jonah who ran from his calling. He ran from God. A seven-word message that changed an entire nation. He is still using people in a mighty way today. He is the in the same ways he did with these men. Church, our God is still in the business of doing unexplained powerful things. Amen. He is still healing people. Yes. He is still doing miracles. He is still delivering. Right. He is still overcoming. And He is still in charge. Yes. He is in control Amen. of everything. We had a Sunday night service in Parkersburg just a few weeks ago. And myself and Brother Pat were both healed in that service. He is still working. He is still working. There are different doc three different doctors told my wife she had bone marrow cancer. Three. Three. We had a Sunday night service with Brother Aaron Bounds preaching. He came to me and told me that God knows all about it. Go pray for your wife. That's his exact words, church. He didn't have any idea what was going on in our lives. None whatsoever. He came back to me, and I was in the back. He came and found me. He said, God knows all about it. Go pray for your wife. So I did. And a few weeks later, we went to the cancer center. And the doctors reviewed her blood work and her MRI, and they told us that they could not find nothing to indicate any cancer. <laughs> Praise God. Praise, that's what Mayor Manny is, church. He ran another set of blood tests just for our convenience. And he took over 30 full-body x-rays. And he came back in the room, he said, there's no cancer. There's no cancer. There's nothing here to end it. Why are you here? That's what manner of man he is, church. Brother Lovell preached just a few weeks ago, and he said something that stood out to me, something I can't get off my mind. He said that God must have been pretty good at speaking because all you have to do is look around you. Everything that you see, he spoke into existence. Church, that's including you and me. So if he, if he spoke everything in existence, including us, then he can also speak to our problems, our trials, our tribulations, our illnesses, our pains, our struggles. That is what manner of man he is, church. I think King David may have given one of the best answers to this question. He answers this question with a question in Psalms 8 
and 3 and 5. He says, When I consider thy heavens and the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man? Oh, God. What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. David understood in this moment that the very same God that spoke everything into existence cares for us and loves us more than we will ever know. That there is nothing that gives him more joy than to take care and provide for his people. That's including all of us, church, you and me. I want to leave you tonight with a verse from a song. I believe you will get me to it. I believe you will lead me through it. And I believe that you will do it right now. Something has to break. If we could all stand, all you have to do tonight, church, is simply believe. Believe for yourself. Believe for each other. If we do this, then just like the song says, something has to break.